Welcome to episode three of Failure Queens. Uh, I'm Kenzie, and this is Sadie. And yeah. this part of the Failure Queens. <laughs> Can we redo that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome to this episode of Failure Queens. I'm Sadie. And I'm Kenzie. And we are your local experts on failure. failure. Um, today, we're quickly going to run over how you can succeed through failing. And how you can fail through succeeding. Sadie, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I think of the word success? I think of... I mean, I think the very first thing that comes to my mind is like, oh, um, having, obviously, like having a lot of money or having... I don't know, something, I think of like something tangible that you can show that like something you worked really hard for that's like worth value to someone. Like a trophy or reward. Yeah, or I don't know, like if you had a business or something that's just like, oh, look, this shows I'm successful or some type of an accomplishment that is like, you can, that's a real thing. Yeah. That's not this in my head. 100%. (laughs) What would you say? Um... Everything you just said, money, for sure, first thing that came to my mind, money, because that's, like, I feel like America, goal, money. But then I also, like, think, like, movies, like a giant fist bump at the end, and you're just big (laughs) smile, like, oh, I succeeded. Yeah. That also comes to my mind. I think of, what's that movie? Um, The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that big giant fist bump, (laughs) that, that's, like, the second thing that comes to my mind after a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, for me, like, since I was little, I remember, like, just always being so, I mean, obviously everyone is, but, like, I feel like that was something I was always stressed out about, like, feeling like I'm not going to be successful because I was just, like, really bad at school, and it was always, like, way harder for me, and I think, you know, like, most people think, like, to be successful, it's like, okay, well, be good at school, get a degree, Mm -hmm. that whole thing, and I feel like, um... I don't know it's like when you're not good at things that everyone around you seems to be good at or like effortlessly doing I think sometimes my idea of success too is like something that like something should come effortless to you okay so then this goes into this question do you think that you can have success without failure or failure without success no I don't think you can have one without the other why because um I don't know I feel like the only way to know I don't know I'm trying to like think of like how to just answer it without sharing a story you know what I'm saying okay so this is what I think so it's like this some one time I read this somewhere I watched a video and it's stuck with me ever since it's put things in perspective for me but it's like happiness like you can feel the most happy like overjoyed feeling of happiness ever but you don't know what that happiness feels like if you've never been sad. Yeah. If you've never felt, like, so lost and sad, you'll never experience what happiness is because you've experienced those complete opposite feelings. So you don't know what success is without failing, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, they correlate with each other. Yeah, no, that's... So because true. if you were just successful your whole life, you'll just, you're just, like, going on a straight path and there's no... Mm-hmm ways to overcome things and feel successful after you've succeeded what you've overcome yeah overcome every day yeah no that's so true and i think too yeah it's in a way maybe 
being able to like it's almost like failing at something and then like you're really bad at something you're trying to learn how to do it and then when you can finally do it and you have success in it like that's what brings about that the feelings of feeling successful so then what's the difference between success and failure I don't know um should we define them should we look up the definition yeah hey Siri what's the definition of failure lack of success do you want to hear the next one no what's the definition of successful success <laughs> success Siri hey what's the definition of success the is that going to read it to me? The accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Oh, cool. And then what was failure again? I was going to ask you because I forgot to listen. I think it said, <laughs> like, lack of success or something. Yeah, the lack of success. Oh, wait, actually, this makes sense. This reminded me of something. I, like, for, when I feel like a failure when I, like, if I set a goal or aim, like it was saying, and then I give up on that goal. And I think that's, because it's almost like, it's not necessarily the outcome. It's like if you stop pursuing that, I think is when absolutely. You feel like so even if okay, so okay, so say you run a marathon, the full twenty-four miles. Is how many miles it is? Thirteen. Twenty-six. Twenty-six miles. Okay, okay. you're on the full twenty-six. You're planning on running the full twenty-six miles. You've spent like months training for this, mm -hmm. prepping. You've done everything. You got a good night's sleep the night before. Like you're feeling great. Your middle race, you're running it, you're almost there, you're like, what, a mile left? Boom, all of a sudden something happens and you pass out. Just out of nowhere, you pass out on the floor. You can't finish the race though because you're actually just like, <laughs> you're passed You're out. not dead, but you're you're out, okay? Is that wow. a success or is that a failure? 100% that's a success. And but you didn't finish the race. I know, but what, when you said pass out, that really hit home for me because I'm someone, I pass out a lot. And so <laughs> that it's really inconvenienced a lot of my <laughs> goals and my aims. So, um, but I still consider myself a success because me passing out, a lot of it is out of my control. And I think that's why, I don't know, for me, when I'm making my goals or whatever I'm working towards, I've really learned, and this is something I'm constantly working on, but I've learned to focus on the process of that I use to achieve my goal instead of the outcome because, and like focusing on the variables that are completely in my control rather than the things that are out of my control. Cause it's like, I can control all the practice I did up to that race, you know, I can mm -hmm. control my sleep or whatever, my what I'm eating and everything I need to do before, but then the day of the race, like that actual outcome, like then everything's kind of like out of my control, but that doesn't negate all the work and everything I did to get to that point. And so it's like, I still would have done everything that I aimed to do. Right. So say after you wake up, after you've been unconscious, how wait actually i forgot what question i was going to ask you it was about the what your answer was and it had in my brain and then it slipped so i'm just pretending like i didn't ask that oh well doesn't matter if, if i can't remember it not important so then what are the feelings that are associated that comes with being successful you kind of already described like if you've done everything up to that point that's out of your controls and like you're like successful but what are the feelings that come with it? like how does it make yeah. you feel well yeah i feel like for me i've always thought <laughs> okay Woo! I've always been really passionate about being passionate. <laughs> and um, 
I have always thought that for me, what success would feel like is doing something I'm really passionate about and yeah. being able to make a living off of that. And um, so I feel like a feeling that would be associated with success is feeling like you're passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people don't agree with that. At least, not a lot, but there's a good amount of people who wouldn't say that they're passionate about what they're doing. Yes, it's like, okay, um, this is kind of a little, like, off topic, but kind of the same, but it's like, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm not bad at a lot of things either. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, like, the one person that, like, has, like, there are people who are so good at, like, skateboarding, or they're so good at, um... Talking. Talking, or singing. Oh, <laughs> I cannot sing this in my life. But, um, I'm not good at anything. Okay, singing... Anything musical, yeah, I'm extremely bad. I'll never be good at it. But um, I'm not bad at things, but I'm not an expert in, like, one thing. Like, I can do them. But, and to me, I think that is so much more fun because then I can try everything. I'm not afraid to try. Right. Even though, like, I know I'm probably going to suck at it the first time. Okay. Okay, so the reason why we talked, we wanted to bring this up is because we have failed so much in our lives. So much. It's, we've been able to turn it into something positive. Yeah. Success. Well, really, kind of what you were saying earlier, how you're not good at anything. No, I'm not good at anything. And I feel the same way. Like, I genuinely am not good at most things. Right. I think a lot of people think that we purpose, like, that we're just, like, pretending or being silly and and just that we're not trying, we don't care. No. But that's not the case. No. Sadie, Sadie has actually made it a goal to fail. Yeah, I just... Purposefully in her life. I realized the only way for me to really feel successful is to fail at things. And just... That's that's how I'm successful. I'm really good at failing. That's the thing that I'm good at. And then I'm good at sharing that with people. Like, look at me. I'm failing. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. So it's like, some people aren't good at failing. And that's... That sucks for them. <laughs> and so something that we really wanted to point out, though, is that we've had a lot of, like, chats with um, our friends who are successful, but they have, like, gone through so many different hardships or trials, but they're so grateful for those hardships or trials in their life because without that, they wouldn't be at the success where they are in their life. Like, they would not um, have reached the goals that they wanted to reach because they didn't have to go through those obstacles or sometimes those obstacles taught them something new that they needed to learn so they could be where they're at but my failure stories are not quite (laughs) there so like I've I'm the tall friend just kidding I think I'm average now what your height yeah do you think I'm tall I think you're I'm five seven so if you think that's tall, I think that's I'm the tall friend. Like an average. Taller average. But growing up, I was the tall friend. All my I don't like all my friends were so short and I was the tall friend. And do you know what? Um did you ever see Odyssey, the uh ch- uh thriller dance performance? Yeah. Okay, so you remember the Chucky dance? Yeah. There's like a bunch so. of kids that Chucky dance. <laughs> so I every year like our dance do and try out. Chucky? Yeah, I did Chucky. Okay. And then I remember I was twelve. And I was going into seventh grade. I was a sixth grader, I think, at the time. And um, we were trying out for Chucky, just like usual. You had to go and try out. <laughs> and 
I didn't make the routine this year. And I was a mess. Aww. But the only reason why I didn't make the routine was because I was too tall for the costumes. I could not fit into the costumes because I would outgrown them. Because it's like a kid dance. Like, have you ever seen Chucky? Chucky's a doll, so it's like, yeah. you have to be short. But I didn't make it, and I remember I was a mess. I remember I was in the car just sobbing to my mom. And I was like, Mom, I can't believe I didn't make it. And I just didn't grasp the concept that it wasn't my fault that I didn't make it. Maybe it was. But I don't know. But it was but, something that was completely out of right. control. But then I remember I ended up making the um, zombies instead. Which is way better. Which was even cooler. And then I had to wear this stupid Chucky costume. <laughs> but then I was it's still like a part of it. So like it, like it pushed me to challenge myself and to try a harder thing. Because I would have just stuck with the same dance routine that I would have known. Yeah. And left instead it pushed me to try something harder and newer. And I was able to do it. That's so true. Like it... I feel like failure enables you to see what you're really capable of. 100%. So, which is what it, like, I feel like that's a feeling of feeling successful is like realizing your capacity to do something or like what, how capable you are in something. I was talking to my friend today and I was talking about like where I'm at in my life and she's like, you're too comfortable. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're too comfortable. You need to always, it's so good to always make yourself feel uncomfortable. Like with social situations especially because if you're not feeling uncomfortable you're not challenging yourself well yeah and you're not like doing anything you're afraid of and I feel like that's what when you're really challenging yourself you're doing something that you're scared of and you overcome it then you feel like you're growing and think of those times when you like I'm so scared to this I'm so scared to this and you do it and even though you sucked like you were terrible like you blew it you're yeah. so proud of yourself for trying, right? Oh, yeah. And that feeling, that feeling, we talked about earlier, like, what's the feeling of feeling successful? That feeling right there, that's the feeling of feeling successful. Yeah, me. well, it's like once you, when you're not scared right. of something that you were once scared of, and yeah. overcoming that is the coolest feeling because you feel like anything is possible. Exactly. Um. What are some other kinds of... Oh, wait, what? Oh, did I... Sorry. What? I can't remember, because I answered the, because you were like, Sadie has made it a goal to purposely fail, and I didn't even go into that story. I know, but oh, I'll, I'll, we'll enter it right now. Okay. Um, Sadie, have you ever <laughs> failed at anything before? Okay, wait, Sadie. Um, so I just shared a very vulnerable and um, <laughs> hard time in my life. I think it's only fair. Jackie. Shut up. <laughs> no, I think it's only fair that you uh, yeah. add in on it because it's not fair if I'm the only vul- no, vulnerable right. one in this relationship. So You're right. I need to open up. I think, um, so for me, I, my whole life I wanted to be an actor and I basically, that was my goal and since I was like 13. And anyways, fast forward, I'm living in LA and... I, um, basically I got really good at getting rejected constantly. You know, obviously like when you're in that industry, you like have people tell you to your face, like all the reasons why you're not successful basically. And it's just wild. Like people will say to your face, like, oh, like your face looks weird or you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're too tall, you're too short. I don't like the way you talk, it's kind of stupid. Just anything you could possibly think of having someone say to your face this dream you have 
this is why you're not getting it. And it's all things that really, like, you don't have control over. So it's really uplifting and encouraging, which is nice. But, um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, There's a reason why I have never, ever gone or tried anything like that. Because I would cry. I would literally just be like, okay. <laughs> it's fine. You know, yeah. Don't worry about it. No, it's... It, I mean, I, I did a lot of crying. And I think, you know, at the time when I first moved out to L.A., my parents and my family really didn't want me to go because I don't know like when you're 18 and moving out there like that's scary yeah and I like didn't know anyone didn't have anything planned I just like that was always my plan to go but when I actually moved there I had no money no job no car nowhere to live and I like just going on a trip and I just moved there and so yeah as you can imagine a lot of rejection a lot of failure anyways I I started obviously feeling really unsuccessful and I felt like the biggest failure all the time but then it was like if I went home and gave up I would feel like even more of a failure and this was something that I felt really passionate about and I always had felt passionate about and this was the one thing that I did feel like I was good at there was nothing else that I felt like I was good enough at and so it almost felt like this was the only option that like it was acting or nothing like I had nothing else I could be passionate about and nothing else I could be successful in. So it was, I feel like that was what made it easier to pursue because I was like, this is all I have. And um, anyway, so I was out there for like two and a half years and I literally, I never booked an acting job. I didn't book one job. Not one? No. And, um, but I, I also didn't, like the problem is, is yeah, like, so you get signed by an agent and a manager and that took me a year because, like, you have to, even just going on meetings, like, you have to go meet with all these, like, executives and you have to basically sell yourself as a person and they'll just pick you apart and, like, you have to convince them why they'll make money off you. And it's just, like, a grueling process. But, um, anyway. A grueling process. Really, it is. And... So then, like, once you finally get signed, then it's really up to them to send you out on auditions. But if they're not sending you out, they're really, like, you can't do anything about it. Like, you can't go on one by yourself. Right. Like, your agent has to send you. And so I, like, they wouldn't send me out. And, but then it's like, they're assigned to me and I signed a contract, but I, so I can't, like, go with someone else. And, but, like, they, if they don't send me out, like, I can't do anything about it. That's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. And it's like, you have to make your whole life around because like when you do go on audition it's like they they'll send you at a moment's notice so it's yeah. like your whole life revolves around every day you're waiting to get an opportunity to go on an audition and so it's like I'm working jobs in the morning and at night so I can have my whole day open. what other jobs did you do while you were out there so many really like what like I worked at um a bar studio I worked at like a different gym I worked at this like energy drink company I worked, I dog sat, I babysat. Whoa. You yeah. live, that is like the beginning, like that is like an actor Yeah, I feel like story. I, I like, really lived the failure. The cliche actor. life, yeah. Yeah, except for the part that like when they make it, I, <laughs> we're not there yet. You're, you haven't overcome, who knows if you've crossed that bridge. You might just be like in the middle of the bridge yet. Yeah, you don't, know. We don't know if you've crossed the bridge yet. <laughs> Um, anyways, go anyway, on. sorry, this is a long story, but I started, I knew I had to stay out there. I knew I had to keep pursuing this, but I felt like a failure. And I was like, I have to figure out something because 
this isn't working. So I made my goal to be rejected. Right. Like I made a goal. I was like, okay, I'm going to go on 10 auditions and get rejected on all of them. Because then if that happens, I will still feel successful. And that's like exactly what happened. And when I would go into the audition and I had that in my head that I was like, my goal is to get rejected. Then I just did not care about like, oh my gosh, I want them to like me. I want to do a good job. It was like everything went away and I felt like just so free to be myself. And I was like, I just felt so empowered. And then I, even though I didn't like book those 10 auditions, I got a lot of feedback from the casting directors that would report to my agents and like that would want me to come in for other things. So it actually, I like did a lot better at acting and I got like established relationships with the casting directors and made, like did a good job. And, but as before, when I would just look at the specific outcome of booking that job, then I was like, oh, I'm a failure. But then I was like, the way I felt when I was going to these auditions was the reason why I started in the first place was because I was passionate about it. And I started right. feeling passionate about it again because I was being like true to myself and I was expressing right. myself. And that's why I wanted to do it in the first place. And that's what made me feel successful because I was doing something I was passionate about and it had nothing to do about the outcome. And, oh, and it's so awesome because being rejected sucks. Whether oh, it's by yeah. a job, by a boy, by like when you're an audition, like no matter yeah. what rejection is, like sucks. I feel like a lot of people don't put themselves out there or try because of that fear of rejection. So, but once you put like become confident and are not scared of rejection like that, like you took rejection and you're like, hey, bring it on. I'm going yeah. to take you and use you to my advantage, you were able to gain that confidence again, which well, is so Yeah, awesome. and it's so cool, too, to see. I, like, saw such a shift in, like, the different, you know, um, cast and directors or whatever. Right. It was, like, I just felt in control, and I felt empowered, and it wasn't like, oh, I need these people to accept me and approve of me. It was almost like I could feel people feeling that I gave that to myself, and that made them want to believe in me more. Right, exactly. Which was so cool to see. So then what's the difference though? Because, okay, so you felt successful after all that, right? Yeah. And even though like nothing came out of it, out of it, what's does it what's the difference of successfully failing at something versus unsuccessfully failing at something? Well, I think it's I mean it's like your mindset, which is like stupid to say, but it is. No, but, uh-uh. Mindset is everything. Yeah. Your mind, the way your attitude is towards something is everything. You're going to have, like, a negative attitude about something. It's going to be a negative outcome. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and I think I think when I said that's dumb, when I, I meant, like, for me, it's really hard to have, like, if someone's like, oh, be positive. But in my head, I'm like, I feel like my brain, I naturally think, like, I like thinking about everything that's wrong with something or, like, everything that I... Like, if, if something's not the way I want in a certain aspect of my life, I'm, like, I like to pick it apart and think of everything that's wrong with it. And I'm always, yeah. like, thinking about the problems of something, which can be really good because it helps me, like, push myself. But then it also, I feel like I get in a negative headspace and I'm not, like, oh, like, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's I hard, totally get what you're saying. It's hard for me to feel positive about something. So... I'm a very, like, I feel like, I'm, in general, I'm a very positive, happy person, mm-hmm. but sometimes I get in this mindset where if something is, like, I don't like one thing, I get, like, really, like, angry about it, and so I get negative, and so 
So I'm like, okay, well then do it like this. I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, we'll do it like this. No. I'll shut it down because I'm so like frustrated about it. So then I just shut it down. And yeah. then I remember my friend called me out on it and she was like, you're just negative. Like, I don't want to help you because you're just going to shut it all down. Like, you're in your mood where you shut things down. So then I was getting in that mood and she's like, you're, you're in your mood. And I was like, oh crap. And I remember I was like, that sucks because nobody wants to be around that. That's annoying. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with that. So then I was like, crap, 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 crap. I got to fix this. So then I just changed my mind and said, you know what? You're right. I'm so sorry. Okay. Let me think about this. And then immediately my whole attitude just changed. And like, I was like, not just stuck in that negative thinking process. I was able to like, okay, even though I don't like that suggestion, let me think about <laughs> why it could be good. And then yeah. I was just, it was a much better, but like, it was so, it was like, like, I was, like, in a dark den, and then a light went off, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, this is a huge mansion now. That was a terrible analogy. Right, right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just, like, I didn't feel as closed in, and it literally just changed the way I felt about things. It was so cool to see yeah, that happen. And it's hard. It's hard to do that. It takes yeah. a lot of practice. Well, and I think, too, what helps is when – I think sometimes when I get into a negative mindset is – or when I start to really feel like I'm unsuccessfully failing is – when I start to compare myself mm-hmm. and when I compare, because I think everyone should define what success means to them personally, because I think it looks different for everyone. It's like something that would make you feel successful could be something that makes me feel miserable and vice versa. That's something that has taken me a really long time to understand is that we're all different. Yeah. That's the stupidest thing. No, but I get so weirded out when people don't like things that I like I'm like what, <laughs> what do you mean I like yeah. it you have to like it I don't get it I'm understand I understand and I get it yeah. but it's so hard for me to connect the dots and even like like my family for example like my little he's my little brother and he is like super successful in the sense like he has a Tesla and he makes a lot of money and like my sister like she's has her master's she like knows what she's doing and I feel like I'm the kid in my family like where I've just been, like, I've had so many jobs, I'm all over the place, and they're like, oh, we need to help Sadie, or whatever, and, I mean, I do need a lot of help mentally, but, like, I, and I, I feel like I'm, all, I was just talking about this with my sister a couple of weeks ago, like, oh, my God, I feel like I have nothing to show for anything, and I feel like, like, what have I even done, or whatever, I and I get to show, well, it's like, I get in that headspace, and then, um, like, my sister's like, oh, well, making money has never been important to you and it's like I mean that's true it's like that's not what makes me feel successful Mm -hmm. but it's obviously a part of the equation but for me that's what helped me I think when get out of negative headspace is when I like narrow in on things that are personal to me that make me feel successful and then I feel like okay I don't need to explain it to anyone it's okay if maybe other people might not view what I'm doing as success because what success is, it's a personal thing for me. And right. so what helps me, I think, get out of that is I kind of made up like an equation <laughs> for like my personal success equation. Go for it. And so um, I picked like three things. And anyways, here's the equation. It's creativity plus self-expression plus connection equals my one more time success <laughs> creativity plus self-expression self-expression plus, plus connection equals, equals sadie's success mm-hmm. and um 
because this is something like I, I feel like every morning I'm like, okay, how can I feel successful today? And that was something, especially in LA, I kind of learned this mindset because I feel like if I'm all like when I was there, I was always like thinking in the future, okay, like I'll be successful when I get this job or when I do this. And then you start to like hate where you are presently. And so I would think, okay, like I can feel successful today. How, what can I do to feel that? And so right now, those are the things that I kind of boiled it down to that, oh, I feel successful when I'm doing something creative and when I'm expressing myself and then using those things to allow me to connect to myself better and to connect with others. When all those things like combine, I feel successful. And what works with that equation is that it has nothing to do with a specific outcome. And there's so many things I could do within that. And I think my issue with with the acting, it was like, I thought there, there was one specific outcome I had in mind, and that was the only way that I'll ever feel successful. And there were so many things that I, can, that I couldn't control. And then it's like, oh, well, I'll never feel successful. But kind of having this equation of things that these are things that I can always control. I right. can always control if I'm pushing myself or to do something creative. And I can always control if I'm expressing myself authentically and creatively. And mm-hmm. I, I can control, you know, working on my connection with myself and with others yeah and those are things that I can be working on my whole life and implement into anything I'm doing and feel successful in I yeah no I really really like that so every morning wake up and say Sadie's equation and it's kind of yeah well yeah and it's like I think people like can think of other things for their equation or whatever right because it's like that makes me happy and like I do that through making videos or whatever it is or making a stupid rap song but it's like for someone else, it could be. You know, well, uh, well, for me, it's like, it, you know, okay, you're going cliff jumping and you look down at the water and you're like, oh, you know that <laughs> feeling? You kind of make that noise like, oh my gosh, you got to get a little oh, my lightheaded. Feet tingle. Yeah, my feet tingle. I'm about to throw up. But then you just turn around and you hug a backflip off of it. And Have you done that? that? <laughs> what? I went through the phase this summer where I love doing flips off of like diving boards and cliffs no. <laughs> and so I I love diving boards they're so fun <laughs> but but then you get out of the water you're like heck yeah I did it or there'd be times I'm like heck yeah or you're just the fact that you just jumped off of it and you don't have that tingling feeling anymore <laughs> that that is a success so yeah if you don't if you go throughout your whole day without getting those nervous butterflies in your stomach you didn't do anything that scared you and made you uncomfortable that's true you need to find one thing. And for me, sometimes it's even going to social events. Yeah. I'm a very social person, but I still get social anxiety. Like, yeah. I have to pet my top myself before I go to the front door if someone's house. Like, okay, you got this, you got this. Oh, my gosh. This. We're, like, on a date. Oh, oh on a date. That, or, I'm like, pacing, and I'm, like, these I'm, are oh. Yeah, these are something that you can do in everything. Um, talking to boys. Oh, uh, DMing a cute boy, maybe rejecting a boy. Uh, sorry, rejecting people is so hard, and people will put it off to the last oh, second. You reject a lot of people. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't know if I reject okay. anyone. Well, you know, but I'm sure there's people sure out there who have I'm trouble sure with it. <laughs> 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 okay, or maybe applying for a job you're scared of. Yeah. Maybe oh my gosh. Starting a podcast. Yeah, that's true. We're scared of this. But that made me think of something to job interviews. Like, I love job interviews now. Because you can brag about yourself. 
It's so yeah, funny well, to that, brag about yourself. <laughs> but like, I have had so many jobs. And True. I've gone on so many different job interviews and not gotten jobs, which like same concept. But like now, I'm so good at job interviews, yeah. and now I'm like, oh, I can get any job. Like even I have a job right now that when I got it, I was extremely unqualified for. Like I had nothing on my resume that would qualify me for that job. But I was really good at interviewing for the job. And it like I was honest and I was myself, but it was like it was years of maybe even my stupid mm-hmm. auditions or meeting with people that I'm like, oh this isn't getting me anywhere and I have nothing to show for it. But like that I feel like helped me get the job I have now. Yeah. And another thing to remember in doing all this is just pretend to be confident even if you're so scared and even if it's something that you don't want to do pretend like you are the most confident person and it is the easiest thing for you and this is this is um hard for me to do i have i have a hard, i'm still learning how to do this this is actually great that we're talking about this because all this is a good reminder to myself that yeah. i need to practice but just pretend like you are the most confident person in the world and you've already gotten the job. Like, oh yeah, I've already gotten it. And Wait, that this is something that's hard so for much. Yes. That surprised me so much. Oh my gosh. Like, are you kidding me? Being confident in certain situations. Oh, I'm so scared all the time. <laughs> really? 100%. I mean, no, yeah, I'm always in my head and overthinking things, but I pretend a lot of the times. What do you feel like, because for me, when I think about like confidence, it's like, honestly, what like because I feel like I'm a really confident person yeah. except when it comes to anything with do with boys that's a whole other thing but um in a lot of other things I feel really confident but it's solely because well not I feel like I have a lot of confidence because I've gotten rejected so much and so it's like there I'm not scared of that anymore right and I think what helps me feel confident is when I'm honest and I can be authentic and express that. And I think that's what really translates as confidence is because you're like open and honest about your failures or whatever. Right. It's not like, cause I think pretending, yeah, like 100% I pretend to, but I feel like with you, even though you might be pretending in your head, you're still really authentic. You're still really true to yourself. And that's, I think what, um, comes across as confidence to other people because it's just like I'm being true to who I am regardless of and or I'm not afraid to admit you know my insecurities and downfalls that's the problem a lot of times is people are too afraid to show their insecurities or show like a different side of them like they're too cool being too cool is dumb don't be too cool being cool is not cool. Well, yeah, it just comes from insecurity yeah. and not yeah. and feeling like exactly. oh, you're not going to be accepted if exactly. you share the parts of you that you don't like. But that's uh. really what like facilitates like a real connection. Exactly, is sharing those things. Another thing, I I, I made another analogy. I'm really good at my analogies. Failing is like breaking a bone. Okay, or like like once you've broken one bone, you're like oh. Yeah, that was painful, and that was probably the worst pain I've ever felt. Oh, my god! But, like, so then nothing can be as hard as that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can, your ankle's still broken. My ankle's still broken. <laughs> so, like, but, like, once you, like, go through, you're like, okay, well, I just experienced the worst pain or the worst rejection. So, once you experience that, then nothing else can bring you down. And yeah. then and then use that as your confidence and be like, hey, nothing can bring hey. you down. I experienced the worst, but, yeah. So, I don't know. That was just another analogy that came to my head. Use it. 
If you want, if you well, don't yeah. want it, throw it away. Oh, okay. It's almost like with the pain you experience with rejection, right. you experience some failures, it's almost like you're getting more information or like data in your brain about things. And that's like what makes you confident. Like, okay, I know what I don't want. I know what to right. not do. And that gives you more like as you're moving forward and whatever about like how to go about something or whatever. Exactly. And, but without that, you're, you're really, it's more of just like a naive approach and you're just like, oh, I'm, but really opening yourself up to more failure and more rejection is how to be confident in doing something. And I think people undervalue the importance of confidence and I think that it can be something that's just, okay, be confident. And I feel like it's like, but how, how do you be confident? And if you really want to just pretend well yeah but like it's like if you really want a tangible thing of like okay how could i be confident like think Mm -hmm. of something you're really bad at and go do it and like try to do like go fail at something and you will feel more confident okay so tips on how to fail successfully tip number one sadie your equation my equation tip number one think of a personal success equation similar to mine repeat yours Self-expression plus creativity plus connection equals Sadie's success. Okay, number two. Do something that scares you and makes you feel uncomfortable every single day, and I promise you'll go to bed. You might cringe yes. at it. You like you might like squeeze your butt cheeks and cringe at night <laughs> thinking about it. Okay. But you did it. <laughs> you did it. Okay. And then tip number three, be confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be confident. Pretend, fake it till you make it, right? Well, and with being confident means not like don't hide your failures. Right. Like share that with people. Be confident in your fails. Yeah. You succeed. And then I think. Uh, yeah. So honestly, and just remember, if you've, you, there, everybody out there has an embarrassing failure story yeah. everybody out there has experienced failure everybody has nobody has been completely 100% successful their whole entire life so if anything think about that even the hottest boy in in the whole school has probably been rejected by somebody or will be rejected at some point in his life yeah so just think of that and that will help you I also just thought of another thing too yeah. I think sometimes you know if you see other people who are successful in a certain way you think oh well then there's not room for me in that area to be successful too. But I think kind of this could maybe go along with our last tip about how your definition of success is if you can make it as personal as you can, then no one else can do it. You know, even if it's the same, like, let's say if our, we want to be successful in a podcast, there's so many people doing podcasts, but it's like, if we define what being, having a successful podcast is to us, then there's so much room and space for us in that area to be successful in, and no one can take that away. Okay, so this means that we need to be, do something that scares us and we need to tell the world about it. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, we'll, we'll think of something and yeah. then we'll okay. report back. We'll let you guys know what we did next week, what was uncomfortable, what, oh we, what we pushed ourselves to do. And that's a challenge to you guys. You guys. Okay, <laughs> well. Me too. You just look so scared. I don't know what to do now. I got nervous. <laughs> I too. Um, <laughs> well, I think I don't. I don't know. I feel like we probably changed your life if you listen to this 
I don't know how you could listen to this and not feel like your life has changed for the better. We would love to hear what you guys have to say, and we'd love to hear what challenged you and what you failed at successfully. Yeah. So let us know. You're um, welcome. You're. <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome. Okay? You're like you're welcome. But um, like this video, subscribe. Oh yeah, subscribe. Give us a review. Channel. Subscribe to this YouTube channel if you want to see us talk and stare into each other's eyes. Yeah, we stare at each other a lot. We do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It's us. really good. So um, <laughs> leave us a review. Share with your friends, and um, and we'll let, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.